Welcome to this special series of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast, hosted by me, Christina Simmons, your guide during this audio online retreat that is focused upon helping you become the saint God created you to be. This retreat will consist of us reading the book, Love Like a Saint, by Elizabeth M. Kelly, and will include a brief reflection and daily resolution designed to help you incorporate what we read into your daily life. So accompany me now as we take our next step on our journey towards holiness. Welcome to day nine. We begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. O Lord, grant me peace of mind so I may face with tranquility everything that this new day will bring. Help me entrust myself to your holy will. In every hour of this day, teach me and support me. Whatever news I may receive today, teach me to accept it with serenity and with firm conviction that everything is according to your holy will. In all my words and actions, guide my thoughts and feelings. In all unexpected events, do not let me forget that everything is sent by you. Teach me to deal sincerely and wisely with every member of my family, bringing confusion or sorrow to none. O Lord, grant me strength to endure the weariness of the coming day and bear my part in all his passing events. Guide my will and teach me to pray, to believe, to hope, to endure, to forgive, and to love. Amen. name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So today, we continue our journey with Benedetta Bianche Porro. And we had already moved through and had begun focusing upon the virtues of friendship and perseverance. And today, we're going to continue that focus by reading this section entitled, Looking Through Death. Sometimes, I think we imagine Jesus on his way to the cross with white-knuckled fists, driven by a fierce yet holy determination. Therefore, we think that is the way we must practice perseverance, with clenched fists and through sheer human will, never giving up, never conceding, fight, fight, fighting to the end. If we understand Christian perseverance in this way, something quite telling happens. We focus on ourselves, on our own effort, leaving Jesus completely out of the equation. And if life hasn't taught us yet, it probably will, this is a fundamentally flawed interpretation of the virtue of perseverance. In his book, The Real Presence of the Coming Kingdom, Father John Wickham defines Christian perseverance as the great stability to continue giving one's deepest heart. That is, giving your heart to heaven, giving your heart to the eternal values that govern it, no matter what might be happening in your life. When I read his definition, I felt I was struck by holy lightning. Perseverance is not simply about struggling to overcome difficulty, but about measuring that difficulty against the reality of eternity and depending on God to bring you through it with soul intact. Father Wickham's definition completely reframed the virtue for me. Perseverance is not a white-knuckled kind of virtue. Perseverance doesn't have anything to do with being tough. It has to do with being generous. Think the promise Dr. Brescia made, kept to Angela. <clears throat> Understood in this way, perseverance takes on an open posture, one of open hands and an open heart ready to give and receive according to God's will. Perseverance is not so much something you conjure, it's something you receive. And more importantly, it places a proper emphasis on God, 
what God will do and on your dependence and confidence in his generosity to give you this great stability to continue giving your heart to him no matter what might be happening around you or to you. Jesus did not walk to Calvary with clenched fists. He walked the Via Dolorosa with an open heart and open hands into which the Father placed the cross. Christ on the way to Calvary is not tough, resilient, stubborn, dogged. Rather, he is given and giving. Giving his heart to the Father, he measured his cross by eternity's scale. I want that kind of heart, that kind of perseverance, but it sounds mighty painful and a touch frightening. Father Wickham's response is both wise and reasonable. He reminds us, quote, we cannot lay claim to perseverance as due to us because of contributions we have already made. No, it always remains something additional we need to pray for from day to day as we go along. That is, it's a gift. And furthermore, quote, it develops a deep level devotion to the ultimate goal. Characteristically, it looks through death to what is beyond all time. And this, in turn, tends to free a person's heart from present satisfactions, end quote. In other words, perseverance brings freedom, freedom to love and to serve. We think of St. Teresa of Calcutta and the protracted season she suffered without sensing God's presence the last half of her long life, yet remained faithful to her incredible mission to the poor. Or a St. John of the Cross, who was imprisoned and beaten by his confreres, and yet still led a massive reform of the Carmelite order. Or a Pope St. John Paul II, who continued to lead the church after being diagnosed with Parkinson's. Drooling and shaken by tremors, he even appeared in public before crowds. These saints embody a radical kind of perseverance that, quote, looks through death. People like this, writes Wickham, quote, chose to be true to values which no short-term, narrowly conceived arguments would countenance. Their fidelity appears to have emerged from considerations deeper than or beyond any ordinary reckoning, and their perseverance against all odds must be respected as a special divine grace, end quote. It is a grace we can all pray to receive. Father Wickham makes one final important distinction. Quote, Too many Christians resemble the prodigal's elder brother, caught up in and bound to a kind of fidelity to rules rather than to persons. The rules are usually good ones as far as they go, but that is not far. As a result, for them to persevere through serious changes of fortune is not really possible. Alter the little social rules and they quickly become lost." End quote. That is, those who persevere do so because they are faithful not to an idea or a principle, but to a person. It's a critical distinction because fidelity to only rules can crush love and life. Furthermore, this fidelity cannot be sustained. Only fidelity to love, to continue loving in the face of difficulty, to continue giving the deepest part of your heart to a person, to Jesus, will launch you into eternity. Dr. Brescia wasn't being faithful to a principle. He was being faithful to a person. He had given his heart to a deep love, and that love sent him up to Angela's room, one last and most precious time. In that moment, he received a glimpse of eternity 
through Angela's eyes. There are those among us who seem created to persevere, whose lives exemplify this looking through death to such a degree that they seem to already have one foot in heaven. Benedetta Bianche Porto is just such a one. You will not regret getting to know her, which we will do beginning tomorrow. So some beautiful wisdom that is shared here, especially from Dr. Wickham and his book uh, entitled, again, The Real Presence of the Coming Kingdom. And it's something where when we're talking about perseverance, it really is about having the end goal in mind. If people persevere in any very difficult task, it's because they've focused upon what is it that needs to be done. A lot of people think that I have a great deal of perseverance because I've done Ironman triathlons and marathons and different endurance events. But the fact is, is that I persevere in the midst of those for two reasons. One, because I keep my eye on the goal. What is it that is trying to happen? And the second is I offer it to our Lord. My endurance events are actually some of the most prayerful times for me, interestingly enough, uh, especially the training leading up to it, of where it's, Lord, help me, be with me. Um, and it's something that this is how we have to approach all things in our life, is to do exactly that. So Dr. Wickham and our author Liz Kelly tells us the only way that we can persevere is not by being faithful to an idea or a principle, but to a person. How are you being faithful? How are you persevering in your relationship to Jesus? As we have now entered into the second week of Lent, even though it's the first week of readings, but we're now at day nine, stop and pause. How well am I being faithful to those resolutions that I have made? To prayer and fasting and almsgiving. They're not resolutions just for ourselves. They're resolutions that should have been made out of love for Jesus. So I invite you to consider how well are you being faithful today? Know my continued prayers. God bless and see you tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening to this special episode of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I hope that you have enjoyed it. And if you think of someone who could benefit, please make sure to share this podcast with them. In the interim, know of my continued prayers for each of you that you may be given whatever graces you need so that you can do whatever it takes. So together we can tell the master of death, not today. God bless.